are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. Hey everybody, what is happening? It's your girl Janon right here on TKO. As you already know here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA and other combat sports. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they all got started in the game and where they're now. So, hey, everybody, what is happening? As always, I'm just so happy to be here today. Oh, man, what a great time to be alive as a combat sports fan because you know how usually there's some there's certain weekends throughout the year that you're just so that you just feel so blessed to be a combat sports fan because you have a good variety of events not just average you know conventional events some good good events combat sports events coming up over the weekend and this upcoming weekend fam is one of those weekends because not only do we have a whole pay-per-view um, card for UFC, UFC 224, we have that coming up. Not only that, we also have Bellator coming up. We have Bellator 199 coming up. And we also have a phenomenal boxing card coming up as well. And um, all of these are happening on the same night. And yeah, you actually guessed it right. Today, we're going to be thoroughly breaking down those fights on the show um, you know, as far as we can, because you, you guys already know how I am. I tend to talk a lot, especially when I'm really passionate about a fight, a certain fight. I just it's really hard to actually stop me from talking about it. So I will actually try my best to manage the time that we have today for the show. And I will try my best to, you know, talk about the detail um, while trying to be considerate for the time so that we don't actually run out of time for this episode. So yeah, I'll actually try my best. So we have all of those things coming up today. So today is a very breakdown heavy episode. And man, there's going to be so many juicy fights coming up this weekend. And um, the breakdown is actually what I'm so excited for because, you know, usually when you have a certain event actually coming up, you're not you don't realize how excited and pumped up you are until you actually sit down and think about what that fight is actually is about what those uh, what the fighters represent what their background is and what could actually put what could actually potentially go down on fight night so until you actually get into that realization you don't actually know how really pumped up you are but i feel like by the time you actually know the stats know um, uh, each fighter's game plan, potential game plan, and what can potentially go down, then that just makes things so much more interesting. So, I mean, when I when I talk about it here on the show, for myself, I get I personally get really, really hyped up for all the fights that are um, coming up and all the fights that I have broken down on the show. And I hope this um, translates well to you guys as well. Out there, TKO Nation, what are we waiting for? Let's get started. All righty. 
Okay, so actually, before we get into the breakdown, I just want to quickly talk about our weekly dose of motivation for this episode. So, okay, so on my way to the gym today and actually on my way to the studio today, I was listening to the Joe Rogan Experience, which is a podcast. If you guys are podcasters or a fan of listening to podcasts, you already know who, how great of a podcaster and not just that, but how great of a human being. Being Joe Rogan is Joe Rogan is the color commentator for the UFC, and he's just a phenomenal human being. He's so funny. He's a comic, and um, he does his own podcast. He's been doing it for such a long time. And actually, on the episode that I was listening to, he invited Michael Chandler, who is a former Bellator champion. He invited him on on his show. And usually on his show, Joe Rogan talks about a good variety of things. But today, as I was listening to that episode, um, Michael Chandler and Joe Rogan. Would t- uh, we're talking about how you, as 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 a person that strives to be the best in whatever field they are in and whatever they they're doing for a living, you have to strive for the best mentally. It's merely not enough. I mean, okay, you could be putting in all the potential work that you could into into whatever you're doing. Say, if you are a boxer, you could be doing all of the training that you have to do you are you're pushing yourself to the limit to the max physically however if you are not there mentally if you don't believe in yourself mentally if you don't have that confidence in yourself mentally then something's lacking obviously and that could actually um uh, translate to those uh, physicalities so if you actually don't feel confident enough if you don't believe in it if you actually don't believe in yourself then that could weaken your your skills and uh, whether you like it or not it just it just actually happens and uh, you know when you actually think about that it's true and um, today actually so when I was listening to all of these um, things being talked about on the Joe Rogan experience I thought to myself and said hey why don't I just give this a try right now so um, on on uh, on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I usually do training for boxing. I usually train with the heavy bag and do skipping it. You know all the usual things that you do as a boxer to train. So that is usually the days that I uh, book the studio for TKO. So today was actually one of those days, and I'm gonna be totally honest with you guys. Not it is not every day that you just wake up and you open your eyes and you're just like, yeah, let's go, champ. I'm so pumped up. Let's go. I'm just gonna go work out, whatever. You know, some days you just don't feel it, and there's this. I don't know what you would actually call it. It could be a potential adrenaline dump, whatever you want to call it. But sometimes that mentality isn't there. But then after I listened to the Joe Rogan experience today and what they were talking about on the show, I actually got inspired, you know, a a podcaster, a fellow podcaster got inspired by another podcaster, holla, (laughs) shout out to the Joe Rogan experience. So I actually got inspired and I told myself, Janan, listen, I know in the beginning you might be feeling a bit lazy and not just there mentally, but keep telling yourself, okay, by the end of my training session, I'm going to feel so much more better. I know, just um, keep telling yourself that I know, I, I know that I'm not going to get tired throughout, uh, throughout the rounds that I'm going to be putting in. I know that I'm going to be, that my body isn't going to be limiting me. 
I know that I'm not going to get tired. And mentally, I just kept telling myself those things. And you guys are not going to believe what I'm going to tell you. And um, I'm not exaggerating a little bit. I'm I'm actually telling you as the truth. And I'm honestly so shocked by the results because before my training, I would I kept telling myself um, all those things and kept building building up my mentality. And once I was confident in myself that I knew, even if I was getting tired, I was going to bring myself back up. I was going to motivate myself back up mentally. You're not going to believe what I'm going to tell you. When I was actually putting in work for my boxing rounds, I just felt so much more lighter. I was lighter on my feet. My, my arms kept just doing their thing. I didn't even have to think about it. I don't know how scientifically this actually works that by by actually visualizing your success in the near future, how does that actually help you, um, uh, you know, do your task well in the present? I don't know how the science behind it works, but let me tell you this, it actually works and it will and it actually did work for me today. I don't know how it worked, but it did work. And um, I was getting a little bit tired in those middle rounds of my boxing and I told myself of Janon, this is this is an illusion. Just keep pushing, keep pushing yourself. You can do this. You you can do anything that you put your mind into. And once I actually told myself that, it, I just I, this was probably the best boxing session that I had. I don't know how things just uh, were just got into place and how things work together to ultimately give me that, but it just happened. And I feel like that whole building up your mentality and being confident in yourself uh, before I actually do a task could actually potentially help you be more successful, even more successful in a task that you're going to be doing. So it worked for me today and I definitely recommend all of you guys listening out there to actually take this into consideration to build up your mentality, just visualize yourself being su- successful in a certain task and keep telling yourself that you are in fact going to be successful and you're going to do it so smoothly and effortlessly and everything's going to be so efficient. Just keep telling yourself that and I don't just like I said, I don't know how the science of it works, but it works at least even by a little bit, but at least it works. So please just give it a try. And actually, you guys can actually holler at me at Twitter at Janon um, to let me know if you actually did give this um, whole scientific, uh, actually rather uh, psychological method a try and whether or not it actually worked for you guys and, um, you know, things like that. Let's keep the discussion going. But honestly, keep the good um, uh, mental vision up. And honestly, it's going to work. Okay, so that was the weekly dose of motivation for this episode. Yeah, honestly, by just talking about that, I'm just so pumped up right now. Anyways, so yeah, so now let's get down to the breakdowns. Okay, so first of all, because UFC 224 has so many events to talk about, I think it'd be proper to get started by talking about those breakdowns first. So of course, UFC 222 is going to be happening on May 12th. So this Saturday, it's going to be happening in Brazil, Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. And of course, because of that, the UFC has um, 
um, s- uh, schedule many fights between Brazilian fighters, native Brazilian fighters, and other fighters so that the Brazilian crowd is able to um, really uh, root for their own people like really hard. And we all know how uh, the Brazilian crowds usually are. They're so supportive of their own uh, fighters and um, they're just such big fight fans. So f- because of that, I feel like that's even if you're just watching the fights from your TV or um, uh, however you're actually watching it, I feel like that's actually going to affect your excitement as well because just seeing the crowd being so excited and, you know, rooting for their own people just automatically gets you going. Okay, so anyway, so, uh, okay, so first of all, let me just say this. So the preliminary car is really, really stacked too, but unfortunately because I'm I'm, I'm afraid we're going to uh, run out of time, I'm not going to talk about them today, but please do watch them because they're actually worth watching. And we've actually seen many, many times that sometimes some of the fights on the preliminary cards are even better than the main cards. So, you know, um, just because the preliminary card is in uh, the preliminary fights aren't featured on the main card doesn't mean they're any uh, they're of any less value. They're definitely uh, of equal value and as important as the fights on the main card. So definitely do give those fights a watch. But now with the main card of UFC 224, so here is the fight that is going to be starting everything of the main card of UFC 224. So we have a fight between Vitor Belfort, the legendary Vitor Belfort, and also the legendary Lyoto Machida. So both of these guys are Brazilians, obviously. Vitor Belfort, he has been in this game for, I think, two decades now or even more. He is a real veteran of the sport, and um, so so has Lyoto Machida. Lyoto Machida is actually a former champion at the UFC for the light heavyweight division. And so is Vitor Belfort. He has been fighting in the middleweight division and the light heavyweight division. And so this is a very, I would say, something that we haven't really seen before um, between these two guys. Because both of these guys, um, you know, here's the thing. Let's be honest, real talk. Both of these guys are not at their prime anymore. And um, yes, even though I say that, that doesn't mean that they're still... They're, they're still not good fighters. They are. But I'm just saying that if the if we actually got this fight during the time that both of these fighters were actually in their prime, we would have seen uh, the fight of the century. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm trying to say. But please don't take that the wrong way. This fight is still pretty, pretty exciting because Vitor Belford, he's a brawler and um, he's one of those guys that... When the switch in his head just goes off, his explosiveness just goes off. So, uh, you know, because of that, he's actually able to knock out a lot of guys by just um, surprising them. Because you don't know when that switch in Vitor Belfort's head is going to go off and when he's going to just release the beast um, (laughs) in a way. And... um, so is Lyoto Machida. Lyoto Machida also, his background is actually in karate. And uh, because of that, he's a phenomenal um, striker and one of the most technical strikers um, in the whole organization. And so because of that, this fight is going to be really interesting. Um, I honestly don't 
think that this fight is going to be spe- uh, spending most of his time on the ground. I just don't think it, think that because I feel like, uh, you know, even though both of these guys are actually good in wrestling, but I, but I actually do feel like it will be um, more convenient for both parties to just keep the fight going um, in, in terms of um, stand-up. Okay, so for Vitor Belfort to be successful, I feel like he actually does need to take his chances against Lito Machida and uh, potentially try to knock him out in the in the first few moments of the of the fight because I feel like that's the only chance that he has in order to win this fight. And I say this because I know Vitor Belfort has had problems with his cardio in the past, when the especially as of recent years that he's aged and whatnot. So I feel like in order for him to definitely win this fight in a definite manner, I feel like he definitely does need to go for that finish, for that knockout finish. So I know it's risky though, but I feel like this is one of the most logical and best ways for Rita Belfort to actually act out in this fight. And for Lyoto Michida, actually, okay, so let's go back to that Vitor Belfort point that I just pointed out. So I also say that because Lyoto Michida has actually shown weakness in his chin and that um, he's really not able to defend um, his head and his chin, especially if the attack that is coming towards him is uh, super explosive and um, happening at a really high rate and um, at a high distance, or excuse me, at a high speed. That's what I meant to say. So because of that, um, Vitor Belfort has a really high chance of knocking out Lyoto Machida and uh, because of that, I feel like that that could be his main weapon and his main key to success in this fight. And now back to Lyoto Machida, for him to actually win this win this fight, I feel like he could potentially um, win the fight through decision, even though both of these guys, their cardio and endurance isn't the same way that it used to be back in the day. But I feel like Lyoto Machida still has a better chance, a slightly better chance in winning this fight through decision because his cardio is just a little bit better. So he could potentially win this win this fight if he can outbox Victor Belfort and, um, you know, just um, get things bloodied up a little bit. If he can do that and slow down Vitor Belfort, I feel like there's a really high chance of him winning this fight. Other than that, um, you know, he could also go for for knockouts. We've seen, especially in, in his recent fights, that Vitor Belfort has actually, he has also shown weaknesses in his chin and that he, he too can actually be surprised by um, powerful strikes and can potentially get knocked out. But it's it's honestly really up to Lyoto Machida as to what game plan he wants to ga- he wants to come into the octagon with and what does he really want to do to Vitor Belfort because I actually do know that these two guys used to train with each other like uh, actually I think they did train with each other. Just mo- just months prior to this fight was announced because they're actually friends, and I guess the only reason why they both accepted to take this fight was to send a message to the world that you know you can a business is business, and that fighting is a business, and you don't have to mix that up with your friendship with someone. And you know uh, when the bell rings, you're f- fighters, you're trying to beat each other up, but it's just a business. And after the fight ends, you're pretty much best friends, and you know you can have that. You don't have to have bad 
blood with the person that you're fighting with. You can actually have this. You can have the friendship and the business aspect of the fighting as well. So that's the point that they're trying to prove, I guess, here. So anyway, so there's that fight. Okay, quickly moving on to the next fight. We have John Lineker versus uh, Brian Kelleher. So this fight is also going to be interesting because this is going to be happening in the flyweight division in the 125-pound division. And by experience, we know how exciting these fights are because they usually happen at a really high speed it almost feels like you've uh, sped up the video and you're watching it, but no, this is actually in real time. But uh, these guys, all of these guys that are fighting in flyweights are just so talented. And not only do they have the speed, they also throw a lot of volume of strikes towards their opponents. And I feel like for that reason, mainly, this fight is uh, going to be really interesting to watch because, because of that whole speeding up matter you know how in science when you heat things up therefore you're increasing the speed that the molecules are colliding at each other this is pretty much the same thing it, 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 the same principle applies here because the speed is up therefore the chances of something interesting happening also goes up so because of that <laughs> i would definitely recommend all of you guys to definitely do catch up with this fight because it's going to be one hell of a fight to watch all right so Okay, now moving on to the next fight. So we have a fight in the women's uh, 125-pound division. So we have Mackenzie Dern, Brazil's Mackenzie Dern versus Amanda Cooper. Mackenzie Dern, she is one of the best jiu-jitsu practitioners, female uh, jiu-jitsu practitioners out there right now. She just got started in the whole MMA game, but she's actually improving her please don't let her if you're fighting her don't let her take you to the ground because if that happens then you're done because that's how good her jujitsu is there's not a chance that you actually do get to the ground with her and you survive because she's just such a pro in um, her submission skills and um, she's just so good at it therefore if you're fighting her if I were in Amanda Cooper's shoes, I would try my best to keep the fight um, stand up and, and stand up and um, try to outbox uh, Mackenzie Dern, especially because Mackenzie Dern, even though her jujitsu is just out of this world, but her striking still has its own weaknesses, especially because she just got started with. Um, you know, learning how to strike and things like that. So because of that, Amanda Cooper's uh, main weapon is to keep the fight um, sh uh, in striking mode. And for Mackenzie Dern is the exact opposite, is to actually shoot for takedowns and try to uh, submit Amanda Cooper if possible. All right, so now moving on to the co-main event of UFC 224. We have one of my all-time favorite fighters fighting... Actually, these two guys are the top two probably guys that I love, like, period, in the whole MMA game. We have Jacare Sosa, my personal favorite, and, and he's fighting Calvin Gastelum, who's also my personal favorite. So this fight is super hard to judge because... You can't really take size in this fight because both of these guys are just so good. Jacare's submission skills, man. There's a reason why he's called Jacare because Jacare means alligator in Portuguese. And when he does take, the, take you to the ground and um, he wraps his arms around you or whatever um, guard he's um, trying on you, man, it's so tight and it could potentially break your bone. So you better tap out soon. And on the other hand, we have Kelvin Gastelum, 
who he was actually on the ultimate fighter the show and i think he won it and uh, one distinguishing factor about kelvin gastelum is um he's so good with the accuracy of the strikes so for that reason i'm really scared for jacare sosa because actually as of recently jacare sosa has also shown that um he can have some potential weaknesses in his chin so because of that, Kelvin Gastelum's main key to success is to keep the fight on striking mode and try to go for the finish as soon as possible. Try not to fall for Jacare Sosa's takedowns and submission um, moves. And on the other hand, this is <laughs> just like I said for the previous fight, Jacare has to do the exact opposite thing. I feel like Jacare Sosa and he really needs to stick to his jiu-jitsu skills and try not to box with Kelvin Gastelum as much as possible because in this particular case, I feel like Kelvin Gastelum has more weapons in, in hand when it comes to striking. So because of that, this fight is going to be really interesting to watch. Not just for me. I'm not trying to be biased because these two guys, I love, the, I love both of these guys, but because it's just so hard to predict who's actually going to win this fight. And now moving on to the main event of the evening, we have... The champion, the bantamweight champion, Amanda Nunes defending her belt against the challenger, Raquel Pennington. Oh, man, this fight is going to be amazing because Amanda Nunes' boxing is so um, bold in the whole field of um, women's MMA because the way she boxes... Uh, she really does use the momentum that she um, has in her stance in a way. So she, the way she twists her body, it just gives her um, punches more force. And because of that, not only does she keep her distance from her opponents, but she also is able to um, deliver a lot of power with her strikes. And she also has a lot of accuracy. And so because of that, that just obviously makes things a lot more difficult for Raquel Pennington. But what is so um, distinguishing about Raquel Pennington is that Raquel Pennington is a brawler and she's so perseverant and she's not scared to try different things on her opponents. And she's she doesn't easily just give up. She, she's the type of person that would just keep going at you until you break down, until you give up. So because of that, again, this fight is going to be amazing. And I definitely do recommend all of you guys to watch this fight. Okay, so now quickly moving on to Bellator 199. So here we have the continuation of the heavyweight tournament that Bellator is having. This time, the fight is between King Mo and Ryan Bader. Ryan Bader, I feel like I've actually talked about this previously. But Ryan Bader, I feel like, is a dark horse because... When he was fighting in the past, not that he wasn't good, but I feel like he didn't get the recognition that he actually deserved. But now he's starting to get that recognition and he's actually improving. And I feel like he's just starting to uh, get on his prime. And because of that, um, I feel like I, I, my gut actually tells me that Ryan Bader can actually have a potential chance at winning this whole tournament, not alone this fight. But, okay, said that, having said that, I'm actually a huge King Mo fan. And because of that, again, I would definitely definitely recommend all of you guys to definitely do catch up with this fight. Even though I know all of these fights are just happening simultaneously. The UFC fights, the Bellator fights, and the boxing fight that I'm just about to talk about. 
oh man, I better talk about this fast because we're almost running out of time. Oh man. So the last fight that I want to talk about is the boxing fight between Vasil Lomachenko, the multiple time gold uh, medal winner in the Olympics representing his home country, Ukraine. He's a, he used to be a phenomenal amateur boxer, uh, the, the number one, number one, okay? And right now that he's um, a fighting professional, he's the champion, and he is um, one of the few people to fight his opponents and to actually make his opponents quit before the whole fight is over. He's the type of, he's that type of guy. And then he's fighting Jorge Linares, who is also a very dangerous guy because the way he charges forward it looks like it, he he's not the type of guy that is um, easily able to give up. He's not that type of guy. And um, he constantly charges forward. And I'm really interested to see how Lomachenko is going to counteract those attacks by Lonares and how he's going to respond to his um, quote-unquote dance moves. So, yeah, there you have that. And with that, yes, we were able to finish all of our breakdowns and we talked about everything i feel like in so much detail at least i tried and yeah man i definitely recommend all of you guys to definitely do watch all of these fights if you can and yeah just enjoy the ride and um, i know this is probably one of those um, things i need to have multiple screens for the multiple fights that are happening at the same time to actually watch them all and with that fam that is all the time we're gonna have for this week so make sure you go to CFRU.ca to catch up with TKO. And until next time, it's your girl Janon right here. And this is TKO. Peace out.